0: Look who it is. P-Mac, grace in your screen. Uh, Pat McAfee takes over after us every day, noon Eastern, right here on ESPN, noon to two. And then, of course, you can always see him on YouTube as well. All right, Pat, you ready to do this?
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Listen, I've been drinking protein shakes all morning. (laughs) Getting jacked up, ready to go for my favorite thing every Tuesday, and that's chatting with the best in the game. That's you guys. I appreciate you for having me
0: all right let's get it guys anything can happen on any given monday right just ask the titans who stunned the dolphins with a one-point loss 28 to 27 miami blew 14.4th quarter lead in uh, the uh, chance at the top spot in the afc tua isn't getting down though after this loss
2: i don't think this is the same dolphins team that everyone thinks um thinks about uh we got a lot of really good players we got really good coaches um And it's it's one loss. It's, you know, home uh, this year. It's not not like the world the world ends uh, because we we lost this game. Uh, We're human. We'll continue to get better from this. This is the NFL. No one's perfect. So that's that.
0: Okay, Pat, tell me this. Which AFC East team are you most confident in to reach the Super Bowl?
1: Okay, so I still believe in the Dolphins. I I think Tua needs to get his braids back, though, because the hair certainly at this point versus what it was about a week ago vastly different. I understand that they're a little bit banged up on the offensive line. I saw Sergeant Friday mention that earlier, and I have a Dolphins fan in my building that obviously stated the same thing. He's a bit down, but whenever Tyreek Hill is not playing a majority of the snaps, that offense is vastly different. The defense doesn't have to respect the same things that they have to respect whenever the fastest human that has ever been on a football field is on the football field. So for me, I still have faith in the Miami Dolphins. I still think they're able to go and do their thing. But don't look now. The Buffalo Bills, because Kadarius Tony was a yard or two offsides, maybe six inches, whatever you want to call it, certainly offsides, they get that win. And if you looked at that locker room afterwards, with everything that came out last week in that Tyler Dunn article and that, you know, telling the story of what Sean McDermott utilizes motivation back in 2019, and obviously it's something terrible that none of us would ever want to be used as motivation, they kind Kind of rallied around that. Brandon Bean gave him a game ball. The locker room was saying to Coach McDermott, we got your back. That could be a moment that could really galvanize that Buffalo Bills team to play the best football that they've played all season. Now, all year, they have looked certainly different than they have in years past. It has not been the same team. They don't have the same moxie, the same vibes, the same energy, the same skill. They've looked vastly different than what we could have thought that that team could be and everybody was saying their window for the Super Bowl has closed, shut, it's gone. I don't know if that's the case. I like the Buffalo Beals, but I also still very much believe in the Miami Dolphins, even though last night they lose to Mike Frable and Will Levis in front of the United States of America and Will Levis gives a shout out to Hard Knocks and everything like that. So I think it's a two Horse race, obviously,
3: we all believe that. But I have not given up on the Miami Dolphins just yet. I ain't, I, you don't need to give up on them. But the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the AFC. And right now it's not she, close. She said AFC East. Hold on, though. No. Hold on,
1: no. Oh, I my bad. Head.
0: PMAC. PMAC. That's bad on my part. It should have been AFC. I apologize if I screwed you the oh. there.
1: Oh, oh, I love Baltimore. Okay, so, hey, let's get hold no, no, no. on. You like get ball. to do it over.
0: I misspoke there when AFC okay. AFC. So you you start over again, and then we'll let Shannon pick you. No, no, back. we
1: don't need to start over. But Tim, to your point, Uncle, I love this Baltimore <laughs> team. I like Lamar Jackson. I like their defense. I like their special teams. I don't. Yeah. My, I, I think Kansas Chiefs might even rally around this entire thing. But in my eyes, Baltimore Ravens are the team of the AFC. AFC East, though, I've not given up on the Dolphins. I apologize. No worries, Molly. I just listen. You know when you're talking. The world's listening. I'm one of them. Go ahead, Hunk.
3: I appreciate well, you. Well, Stephen A., will see, Molly messed up because she was thinking about what she was going to eat after the show, and so she kind of got the two things conflated, but we'll talk about that another day in time. Wow. Lamar Protein Jackson shakes, on- right? We're doing protein shakes?
0: <laughs> For, oh! Pat, I got the butter best spinach recipe. And I got, With no, peanut butter
3: and spinach. No, Lamar Jackson on, on Sunday, 316 passing, three touchdowns, 70 yards rushing, and they just keep finding different ways to win ball games. They're not one-dimensional anymore. We used to re- uh, uh, rely on Lamar Jackson in that running game to win, uh, win football games for the Ravens. Now they can run it, they can throw it, they're excellent in the special teams, and we know they got one of the greatest kickers in NFL history in Tuck. So I like the Baltimore Ravens because I believe they can take their show on the road. Now, I don't believe they're going to have to. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe they're going to have to because I believe they'll be. Now, the game that I'm circling on my calendar is that Christmas game when they, travel to, when they travel to San Francisco and leave our stadium and play the 49ers because I believe that will be a matchup of the two best teams in the NFL. And it might be a precursor to what we see in Las Vegas. But I can't wait to see that matchup. But in the AFC right now, the creme de la creme, the Baltimore Ravens. Top shelf,
1: me.
4: Same here, no doubt about it. Uh, you know when you look at their offense I'm sorry this defense total second total defense second in scoring defense look at Odell Beckham Jr. 24 yards per catch over the last four games or so we got to take into consideration we got to take into account this kid. Isaiah likely has stepped up now that Mark Andrews has been out he's been performing well as well so you look at Lamar Jackson and there's been no precipitous drop off since Mark, since Mark Andrews goes down so you can still run the football but obviously you've got weapons to throw the football to so you're going to be productive and effective offensively made a big play especially teams, obviously, to win the game on a punt return. We saw that against the Rams this past Sunday. But here's the thing. Their defense is their signature. This is what they're relying upon right now, the rough riders that they have. And when we look at throughout the AFC, who else do we see that brings that to the table? Everybody is suspect in terms of teams that's leading. Kansas City's defense is no joke. We get that, but in the same breath, they got offensively. Problems with their receivers offensively, okay? sick yeah. of the AFC South. Nobody's really standing out. Every time we think about Jacksonville, something happens and they fall off their tail off a little bit. With Cincinnati, they're on the come up now. This kid Brown has been balling. Give them props where it's due. Cleveland can't be ignored. You got an experienced quarterback. You can run the football. Your defense is no joke, but you're still behind the curveball because you're two games behind Baltimore. And then we look at Buffalo and Miami, they've been like a roller coaster. The reason we're saying Baltimore is because on both sides of the ball, there seems to be a level of consistency, a level of elevation, and there's something that tells you you can trust and rely on them more so than any other team right now that we've seen in the AFC. That's why I would go with Baltimore at this particular juncture.
1: And to echo your sentiment. I mean, Munkin, this is first year as offense coordinator over there. So every week, literally, him and Lamar are just learning more and more about each other. The offense is continuing to develop and get better. It's awesome to watch. Now, Matthew Stafford and the Rams could have got a win in Baltimore, and we wouldn't be saying this exact same thing. We'd probably be saying a little bit different. But in the end, they were able to get the win. And to your point, Unc, if Baltimore gets home field advantage over there in MT Bank Stadium, that's a real home field advantage. Not not only because the weather is what it is whenever you're talking about playoff football in Baltimore, Maryland. But those white trash folks in Baltimore, they are (laughs) ruthless over there. They are a savage bunch. That is not an easy place to play, especially whenever their team is rolling. And that goes in great coordination with a good defense, an offense that can keep the ball and move it, and then special teams does their part. It's like they're the most complete team. I think they've showcased that all season. I think that's why we all have such a belief in them. But You know, any of these teams can suffer some injury, knock on wood, and changes everything. We're in a great spot right now. It's packed at the top of the AFC, it's packed at the top of the NFC, and we got some most important football right around the corner. It's a good year right now for the NFL. Things are flying high, Unc.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with you. But the Ravens are the one team in the AFC that can beat you throwing the football. They can beat you running the football, and what they can do with the Dolphins is that they can run the football because we saw what the Dolphins gave up last night to the Tennessee Titans. So they can take they can possess the football and minimize the Miami Dolphins offense being on the field. Now they can also throw the football because we saw Lamar Jackson and what he's been able to do every year. He's increasingly he's gotten better throwing the football. And you mentioned Odell uh, Stephen A. You mentioned Odell stepping up. Zay Flowers, I likely stepping up, Uh, uh, Bateman. They've done a great job with that receiving core. And I think it's a blessing in disguise because now Lamar Jackson is forced. he doesn't have his old reliable. He doesn't have Mark Andrews. Now he's saying, okay, guys, first one get open, that's who's getting the football. And he has no problem spreading the love around, and guys are making plays for him. I like the Ravens and what their their ability.
0: I'd like to spread the love. Can you put all of us on camera here for a second? So— I mean, I'm here with 3 BFDs. You know what that means. <laughs> complex. Cool. Put out a list, complex fantastic publication of the top 25 most entertaining sports media personalities and right now you are looking at three of the top 4 and Shannon <laughs> Sharp, you are number 1. How do you feel about that?
3: I'm very young. I, I'm very... I feel I feel great. I'm very fortunate. Um, to work with some great people, both in front of the camera and behind the camera. Um, the place that I was last at for six years and nine months, I uh, would be remiss if I didn't thank Skip for giving me the opportunity and giving me an opportunity to showcase what I was able to do. Stephen A., you, reached out very early on in the process and say, Big Boy, I want you to come join me. And he says, I want you to be you. He says, don't you come over here changing and don't give me that A. Hey, I want you to be you. And if you can't be you, you can't serve us any good at first take. So you've allowed me to be who I am. And gradually, I didn't do it all at once, but gradually I'm getting more and more comfortable. I understand who I'm working with. And Nightcap with Ocho, with Ocho Cinco. So a lot of this has to do with people. Uh Skip and Stephen A and Ocho. And then I got my own thing with Club Shay Shay. And being able to be here with P Mac and getting an opportunity to be around him and to see how he goes about his business. But Stephen A, man, bro. Um what you did for me, bro, when I was really at my lowest, going through what I was going through, and you was there to pick me up and say, "Big boy, I got you." And the one thing I never forget what you told me. He says, "If, if you, when you come, I, it's like you already knew what was going to happen." He says, "When you come join me at first take, you will be two, two x, three x bigger than you ever were." He says, "If I can't get you to that level, I failed you." Not only in my role, but I failed you as a friend. Bro, you've been better than what you ever said was going to happen. And I can't thank you enough. I can't thank Dave Roberts. I got an opportunity on Saturday to to speak to Burke Magnus, Jimmy Pitaro, Bob Iger. Thank you guys at ESPN. Thank you to all my crew behind the cameras. Ash, who's with me every single day. CJ, who runs Club Shay Shay, my creative director. Thank all of you. But Stephen A, bro, thank you.
4: Listen, I I, got to tell you, um, it's an honor to have both of y'all on the show. Uh, Shannon, I can't even thank you enough for what you've done for this show. The work that you put in as talented and as knowledgeable as you are as a football player because you're a three-time Super Bowl champion and a Hall of Famer. The work you put in, your commitment to excellence, I can't say enough about it. You know, I'm thankful to you for what you've done for this show and how you've helped elevate the show as I am to PMAC. PMAC, You follow us every day, the things that you're doing, you set a standard that you're helping us all. Me personally, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I don't even believe, I, I don't even think I belong on the list. I'm not joking. I'm, I'm, I'm being very serious because it's not just what you do on linear television It's what you do in the social media status. And, and you know, with YouTube and all that stuff, I just got started, you know, just months ago, y'all been doing this for years. And guess what? I don't know if I ever would have decided to do it if Club Shay Shay and P Mac wasn't doing what y'all were doing. And so when I looked at the list, I said, hell, you know, he got me at number two. Well, thank you very, very much because these <laughs> brothers and what they're doing, we all know that the world, linear television is always going to matter, but digital matters and streaming matters as well. And the kind of path that y'all have set and the mm-hmm. things that y'all are doing, the role models that y'all have been, the way y'all are setting the example, the stage that so many people are trying to emulate and follow. I can't thank y'all enough. And then to come on this show, which was already number one, and take it to heights. Man, it's, I don't give a damn. Me and Molly, we appreciate y'all and Molly. I couldn't do this show without Molly. Don't ever want to do this show without Molly. But the reality is, is that what we've been able to accomplish and what we've been able to do, it doesn't happen if it were not for people like y'all. And I want to give love to Ryan Clark and, 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 and Mad Dogs Saturday. And, and Swaggo and, 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 and Kimberly Martin. and Jeff and Saturday. Every, all of them. Everybody. But yep. It don't happen without y'all. We ain't sitting up here, number one, by a mile, by the way, if it were not for y'all. So I'm appreciative of that, and I thank y'all for it sincerely. Yeah. Happy holidays. See, that's my Well, Let me show some love.
1: Well, I shouldn't be on the screen for this conversation between you two because getting a chance to watch you two work alongside Molly, obviously, every single Monday through Wednesday has been a, <clears throat> a treat for all of us. I mean, honestly, as somebody that has watched First Take every single day for the last, I don't know, 10 years, however long you guys been on, watching you two go at it and talk has been a dream. So, like, Shannon, you giving him his flowers, let me echo your sentiment. As soon as we signed with ESPN and came over there, Stephen A. was one of the first calls and was like, hey, brother, Thank you that you're coming over to ESPN. We are very pumped that you'll be following our show. And anything you need from me, I will certainly do for you. And then, Stephen, you were the one who invited me to come on here every single week. And you are like, let me go ahead and broadcast you to our audience. That has been number one for a long, long time. So, Stephen, I know that Shannon just said that. and You said you don't deserve it. Everything you've done for a lot of people, myself yeah, yeah. and my boys included, is huge. We are very, very, very grateful for you. You have been quarter to three in the game for a long, <laughs> long, long, long time. And I'm the highest rated white on that complex list. And it's because I come on this show every single Tuesday. So thank you both. Thank you all. And, uh, yeah, I'm 36 years old. And watching you two do your thing, it's like I hope to one day be Half as entertaining, talented, and hopefully as
3: intelligent as you,
0: men, oh, you're and all uh, obviously
3: you, yeah, Molly,
1: all well, and all uh,
0: brilliant. And you're all beyond deserving. We, well,
3: we study p Mack. I got a podcast because uh, CJ approached me and asked me, "Did I know who Pat McAfee was?" I said, "I know, I know of him, but I don't know really what he does." He says he has a podcast, and I watched you do your thing. I was like, "I think I can do that too. I think I can do that." So, thank you for giving me uh, yeah. for giving me. You like, yeah. hey, bro! You, you stand the PMAC. You the standard, you're the standard to be able to do digital and go to linear, Molly. Yeah. You know what the biggest thing is. You're last, all last, 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 yeah. quick comment. Sorry,
0: the producers have been in my ears yeah, yeah. like ten times, but this is such a special moment. I'm, <laughs> I'm letting it go. Last,
4: last, quick comment. It's amazing. All of us are enjoying some success. We all rooting from one another. If we want the audience to For take sure. away, if we want the audience to take yeah. away from anything, we root for each other absolutely we ain't trying to stop others from succeeding yeah. we want yeah.
0: there's no scarcity there's room for everyone there's
4: room for everybody yeah.
1: hell yeah
0: hell right. yeah appreciate you all and congrats guys all right top three
1: congrats scores. all you That's deserve it baby about. appreciate yeah. it number right.
0: one numero uno right there hey molly caram here and thanks so much for listening to the first take podcast when you're in a business trip you know what goes completely off the rails your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. How about Dak and the boys handling business on Sunday Night Football with a 20-point beatdown of Philly? Prescott is now the clear-cut frontrunner for MVP for the first time this season after being 60-1 to 1 to win MVP, entering Week 10. Now, as I mentioned, that outright favorite with plus 160 odds at ESPN Bet. Prescott leads the league in touchdown passes and touchdown-to-interception ratio this season. All right. S.A., does Dak have the best case for MVP right now?
4: Right now he does. I think that's legitimate to say. Um, Obviously, Tyreek Hill is up there for me. Brock Purdy is certainly up there for me. But over the last seven games, um, Dak Prescott has thrown for an average of 310 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, just two interceptions, a 119.6 passer ratings. 22 touchdowns over the last seven games, the top of the most over a seven-game span in Cowboys history, not to mention the fact that when you look at him, he's completing 72% of his passes on third down, Jeff. Mm. On third down. And so I look at it from that perspective. I look at their record. They are top to NFC East, at least for the time being. They're a top two seed in the NFC. The way that he's been playing, they're throwing the football nearly 56% of the time compared to the 44% of the time. Last year, he led the league with 15 interceptions in just 12 games played. This year, he's on pace for eight interceptions. They're winning football games. He's cut down on the turnovers. He's elevated his level of efficiency. He's showing up on third downs. He's throwing the football, albeit against subpar competition. But when you beat down and bum rush the Philadelphia Eagles, and then you go. before that you went to a road game in Philadelphia and you played lights out even though y'all lost, I think that when you look at it from that perspective, and you can see the vast majority of his work since the loss to the San Francisco 49ers, I think right now he has to be the leading candidate for
3: MVP. For me, I think it's Brock Purdy by a smidge, but I will say this, Mm. Dak Prescott is like bacteria. He's starting to grow on me. And so I, if you say, you said that he's your MVP, I won't fight you. It's hard to me to give a compelling argument, but I will say this. Brock Purdy is second in touchdown passes, third in passing yards, and he's 22nd in pass attempts. So he's not throwing the ball nearly as much as some of these guys that have the numbers. But he has great numbers, great touchdown to interception ratio, and he's number one in QBR. And remember what he did to that Cowboys team. You remember what he did to that Philadelphia Eagles team. He took the ball. He threw those touchdowns. He had those yards. So right now, it's a horse race. And a and down the stretch they come. If Dak wins, I won't even be disappointed. But right now, I got I got Purdy by a smidge.
5: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I, 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 both of y'all have make great arguments for both your guys, but I'm gonna say it this way. I, I, w- I was around for like 50 touchdown seasons from Manning, right? Like, like I've seen the 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 gra- the greatest of greats, right? From a quarterback perspective, mm-hmm. I would tell you neither quarterback, in my opinion, of the both of the guys, you have separated themselves from the other guy. Okay. And mm-hmm. so that puts them, you know, kind of kind of arm Like you said, yeah, they're in he- a race down the down the chute, right? Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. Is, is on pace yeah. to do something that has never happened in the NFL. Like, to me, when you talk about the most valuable player in, in the NFL, a guy who's doing something that has never been done, got to get consideration, right? Like, and yeah. last night... When he's injured, you see what this offense does without him. This guy is averaging almost 16 yards a catch, right? He's got almost 100 catches. He got 12. Like anything you're asking this guy to do, he is doing. And and really, if you want to say who's the catalyst for this Miami football team, not just the offense, it would be Tyreek Hill. And I and I'll, I'll take it even further. Okay. Calvin Johnson has, a, has the single-season record. I yep. think it was like 1964, maybe. Yeah, sixty four. Yeah, yeah. okay. 1964. 1964, okay. If, if he were doing what Tyreek Hill has done to this point, I think his, his numbers would be somewhere like 3,400. I mean, it's an insane number. Right. And I'm just trying to frame it to say this. What Tyreek Hill has been able to do this season is silly. And when when you're talking about setting a record in our game for as long as our game has been played, it would be a shame to me to have two really good quarterbacks who've had really good seasons being winning the award because it's a quarterback award, mm-hmm. as opposed to a guy who is setting a historic number in our game. Now, he's got to get to that number. I'll, I'll say that he's got to get to that number. Right. But, man, what
4: he's doing, it's, it's I, insane. I would say this to you, Jeff, and I'll let sh- sh- uh, Shannon, I'll, I'll come to you after I say this couple of things. I get that. I'm with you. I felt that way about Tyreek Hill, too, but I think he's going to have to get over 2,000 yards in order to get that to happen. And the other thing that I'll say is that it's really the biggest case that you can make for him as MVP is what the hell is happening in Kansas City. You got people that can't catch passes. If you're the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm looking at you as a fan, as an organization. I'm looking at you as a fan. I'm like, you let that brother go. You you took away that security
3: blanket from Patrick Mahomes. Mm. How could you do that? Go ahead, Shannon. I think this might be the closest MVP race that we've seen in a while. And you mentioned Tyreek. You mentioned uh, Brock Purdy. And you mentioned Dak Prescott. Don't count out Christian McCaffrey. He's having yeah. an outstanding year. Absolutely. Four touchdowns, running the football, catching the football. Yep. I think I don't think it's going to be like it normally is on Friday. Excuse me, Jeff Saturday, 48, the two votes. I think you might get 20, you might get 15, you might get yeah. 10, and you might get six votes somewhere
0: else. Yeah. Going to be close. Dak Prescott's only been off target on 11% of his throws <clears throat> this season. That's the best in the NFL. Let's give him yeah. his flowers, too. For
2: sure. Oh man.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah yeah. Really it's for the yeah, yeah.
2: Keep in
4: mind, the list is fluid. This list is fluid. No, no, it's fluid. Not this. This.
5: The
0: list is trash. It's fluid. It
4: doesn't absolve you from nonsense. nonsense.
0: Well, because a
4: lack of
5: compassion. A lack
0: of uh, compassion. It's a little long. It's a little lengthy. Uh, no,
4: no, 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 <laughs> I agree
0: with this list. The list is going. Don't let him feel good. Don't let I him feel good. It, thank, you. thank
5: you, thank you, thank you.
4: That's the arm. That's the arm. the arm. That's the mar- We got oh to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week 13 of the NFL season is over. You know what time it is? It's time for my top five teams in the NFL. After after week 13, going into week 14. Keep in mind, the list is fluid. I'm sorry, week 14. I'm sorry. The list is fluid, y'all. The list is, the the list list is fluid. We zap the week 14. Okay, give me number five on the list, please, right now. Bam! The Miami Dolphins. Okay. Well, they saw they blew this game, but they're still atop the AFC East. They still have a league MVP candidate. When two is not getting sacked, he's undefeated. So just protect the man and you'll be just fine. We understand they haven't beaten stiff competition we won't hold that too much against them because nine wins on the season. There's nine wins on the season. They ain't top four though. Give it to me right now, please. Bang. Damn, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Why? Because Patrick Mahomes is still that dude. When they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, damn it, you dropped the pass, okay? You saw last last week with the lateral from Travis Kelsey K- to Kadarius Tony. Just line up right, and you win the damn game. I can't knock you out of the top five because of that level of ineptitude. That's something that you can make up for. You're still atop the to AFC West. You're still in position to be a top three seed in the playoffs. I think you'll be just fine when you correct those errors. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, I gotta believe they will. They just stay top three, though. Give it to me right now. BAM! The Baltimore Ravens. We know what time it is. They're the number one seed in the AFC. They got Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr. This kid likely is producing for them their defense, scoring defense, total defense top two both sides of the football they're complete but then they win a game on a putt return okay Win the game, all right? Against the Los Angeles Rams. Without question, they're top 10. By the way, against the NFC, overall, Lamar Jack's career, 19 and 1 Yeah, the NFC. Nobody's done that since the merge in 1970. They just ain't top two, though. We know who top two is. Give me number two on the list, please. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, here I we know you didn't expect to hear that from me, but damn it, we just finished talking <laughs> about Dak Prescott being an MVP. We know the defense is real, even without Trayvon Diggs, okay? Offensively, CD, CD Lamb has elevated. They've got some other parts. Okay, Ferguson has been coming along nicely. Cooks is there as well. Tony Pollard is not your bell cow, but nevertheless, the offense is explosive. It was against inferior competition. They go up against the Eagles, and what happened? Boom, they knocked them off. In an embarrassing fashion, I might add, they just ain't the number one team in the NFL. We know who this is. This is the San Francisco 49ers. There's no debating here. The defense is all-world, okay? Warner and those boys, you know what they bring to the table. Obviously Brock Purdy, MVP candidate. Christian McCaffrey, that's the second MVP candidate. We didn't even bring up Debo Ayuk Kittle with Kyle Shanahan calling the place. Come on now, we know what time it is. I got the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins. The reason I didn't bring up the Eagles, Jeff Saturday, just as in the side, because it's no because, side. damn it, is because damn it, I don't like the way you've looked the last five weeks. There's no, there's no. That's my
0: list. All right. Before you guys all go, as always, that QR code is going to pop up right on the screen. We want you at home to tell us what you think of Steven's A list and give a grade just like Jeff and Shannon will do shortly. All right. Uh, Shay Sharp, you up first.
3: Yeah. Uh, that's a nice list. I'm going to give you a B+. Plus. Uh, I have the Dolphins at 5.0. I've got the Eagles at four. I can't put the Chiefs at four. They've lost four of the last six games. Yeah. They lost back. Come on. Come on, Stephen. Hey. Well, besides I got the I how they lost two games. I got I got the Cowboys at three. I got the Ravens at two. I've got the 49ers at one. And I'm starting to agree with Jeff. I'm starting to agree with Saturday. I think you're starting to politic a little bit, Stephen. they try to get. The oh, yes. Yes. You go, oh, oh. all that damn nice
5: stuff you said. About. Yes. You just threw out the window. Yes, right? sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. The wow. B plus, usual. know. I, I, I mean, it would Jeff. be nice to get honesty. Yeah. Where I are mean, He don't like honesty on his <laughs> list <laughs> now. He don't yeah. like honesty. Yeah. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to pull all them fans. <laughs> the blue, the blue, blue and the blue. Cowboys. Blue. He knows they vote. He knows they're yeah. up. They're with. They they're they voting. Don't they're don't voting. Yeah. He knows. He knows exactly what he. Are. I, actually, Shane and I, we have the exact same list. Okay. I don't know how, how he gave you a B plus <laughs> when you put the Chiefs in, losing four of six, and let you talk. And the way they lost. To the Bills, right. who may not even make the playoffs, okay. and you're gonna take the Eagles out of the top five and okay. put the Chiefs up in there? Right. B can't be a B plus, B minus because you bumped your head on the Chiefs. And listen, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. They receivers can't catch, they can't run the sack, they can't run right right, and they line up all sides. Like we keep saying, when are they gonna fix it? They gotta fix it. And okay. the offensive
4: line doesn't block. Time, time. Uh, I'm all joking aside, too, because I really need the answer to this question. When it comes to the Chiefs, I brought up two losses that took place. The drop from Marquez valdes scantlin and obviously that would have won the game against the Eagles yeah. and the offsides this past week, right? Yeah. I'm saying, look at the Eagles. Double-digit deficits in five straight weeks. You know, you get blown out this week. You lose the week before and their defense can't stop a cold. I'm saying, when you look at the Eagles, are you not more alarmed by what you're seeing trending with the Eagles over the last several weeks than what you're seeing with the Chiefs?
5: No, because they lost to these two, but they beat that one, they beat that one, they beat that one. So, like, they, here's the deal. They beat some really good football teams. Yes. And they played a lot of teams in order. And the two that got them, like you said, boat raced them. After they beat them at home, they traded home to home. Okay. And the 49ers boat raced both of them. Okay. So, I'm not as concerned with the Eagles because of who they have beat. The Chiefs, to me, are concerning because of the wins they're getting and the teams are losing. But
4: I, I didn't even bring up the victories. I'm talking about what we've seen. Watching knowing football, weeks. what you do. Over the last five weeks, though, double-digit deficits. What you've seen, the defense giving they up fine. combined with
3: the last last two-week losses, it doesn't concern
5: now you? Now, they find ways, man. What about find ways Shannon? to win. It
3: doesn't concern you? Of course it concerns me, but I'm more concerned about the Chiefs because, like you okay. said, at All least right. there are no receivers that's going to be able to come in and help the Chiefs get out of this funk. There are no offensive linemen that they can uh, put on that offensive line that can protect Patrick Mahomes. Okay. All
0: right. Give me what your list was one more time because it was the same as Shannon. Yeah.
5: we. I had I had the, the Dolphins. I had the Ravens flip with the Cowboys, okay. and I got the Eagles.
0: Okay, and the Chiefs out. All right, yep. what are you giving him for a grade this
5: week? I got B minus for this right here. B minus can't, can't get B minus. All right, yeah,
0: Shannon. Up. B plus. B minus. Do we yeah, have yeah, America's yeah. vote yet? Oh, almost. We're working on America's. So listen, vote. I'm because not, the Cowboys fans not, are flooding it. Oh, we got it. Look at your ball. Listen, this is, I just got to say this. Our audience is highly intelligent. They are always in lockstep with the NFL analysts. We're yes. talking about yes. Super Bowl winners well, right here. a couple of weeks they won. Won. No, but no, Stephen A., they almost always <laughs> are. been a couple of weeks they They're, almost always, <laughs> are, of weeks they they're almost always majority no, no, where the guys are. I'm impressed. We genuinely, in, in
4: all seriousness, That's we genuinely disagree on the four. Like, literally, yeah. like, wait a minute, yo. Yeah. I get their point, but I'm like, it's the way the well, Eagles, Eagles are trending Eagles, is my concern. Eagles,
0: Chiefs, Dolphins, Eagles. you can make a case for one of, any, of, one any of those teams being Kansas off Kansas the City list wants, based Kansas, on these last Kansas couple. Kansas City
4: years. has one problem. I'm viewing the Eagles as having a multitude of new problems that are cropping up week after yeah. week. Okay. That's
3: my concern. Their defense
4: is it. their problem.
5: But yeah, the Eagles,
3: Eagles. Steve, the Eagles got 10 wins. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, the Eagles got 10 wins. How you not put them on the list? And they wanted the team that got 10 wins. The list is fluid. <laughs> all
2: right brought to you by the capital one venture x card earn unlimited 2x miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips plus receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1300 airport lounges and a 300 dollars annual credit for bookings through capital one travel unlock a whole new world of travel with a capital one venture x card what's in your wallet Term supply Lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details.
0: Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Before this two-game stretch, the Eagles sat atop the NFL standings, and though never dominating, were still considered one of, if not the best team in the league. And then they got blown out by both the Niners and the Cowboys, with both the offense and defense looking a little suspect. Our own Ryan Clark had this take on what he thinks of Philly.
4: After these two weeks, it's a two-horse race, and now the Philadelphia Eagles have to show me that they're fast enough to not only keep up, but get back into the discussion. When you look at the last two weeks, they've been absolutely boat-raced, and Rex knows this. Good teams can have bad days. You cannot necessarily be on your execution the way that you're supposed to, but you don't get bludgeoned, right? You don't get physically
3: dominated.
0: Shannon, is it panic time for the Philadelphia Eagles?
3: I wouldn't say panic, but it should be a heightened sense of urgency. I remember in ninety-seven we lost four of our three of our last four ball games, but we went on to win the Super Bowl. Here's the thing that I think works in their favor. Now it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them once they get to the playoffs. They did they lost their last two games, but they lost to what we believe two of the top three teams in all of football. That's the 49ers right. and the Cowboys. The other top three team is the Ravens in the difference conference. So now that being said. Do they have what the, the intestinal fortitude to be able to dig down? And if they happen to see these teams again, I don't believe, me, personally, I don't believe they can beat the Cowboys again. I don't believe they can beat the uh, the 49ers again if they play these teams. But there should be a heightened sense of urgency because right. of the way they played against these two top-level teams. Their defense has always, that back end, has always caused me some concern. And remember, one of my favorite lines is, you never accept anything in a win, you win in a loss. You see what's happening? They're losing these ball games, but when you was winning them, you disregarded what I said. Now that I have your undivided attention, maybe you'll listen to me a little more.
4: Well, let me say this to you. Let me say this to Club Shay Shay. I mean what what <laughs> what, the, what the hell what the hell is it that you're talking about here? On one hand, you saying you're concerned. <laughs> I'm
3: saying no, everything no. you said. Everything you
4: said, it shouldn't be panic. It shouldn't no, be no. based on everything I hide,
3: you said. No, no, a heightened sense of urgency because here's the thing, okay. Stephen A. Look look at what look at it, they got to Seattle. They got the Giants twice, and they got the Cardinals. You are not. So, you are not. I get you. You're not hearing me,
4: my brother. I'm saying, Shea, yeah. Shea. I mean, he's softening up for a change. oh uh, yeah, yeah, there, there is. There No, look at the schedule, man. Yes, look at that it's schedule. A, you don't. Way, think? By, I'm saying, yes. go. It's the easiest, easiest 75 to 75 <laughs> to 32, 75 to 32, you've been outscored the last two weeks. All yes. Right, given your defense, giving up 63% on third down conversions. I mean, I'm just looking at their 29 touchdown passes you've given up. You only had six interceptions. Your defense, your pass defense last year was ranked number one. It's number 29 now. And yeah. you're getting your ass kicked. Now, Shannon, Sharp. Now, Shannon, shut up. Now, now, now Jeff, Jeff Saturday, this brother loves some boxing. He don't mind some boxing, right? right? Yeah, Yeah, and talk about fighting all the time. Now, if somebody is in a slugfest and you end up losing by decision, that's entirely different than getting knocked the hell out. And I'm talking about and and the Eagles over the last two weeks. I mean, as as Ryan Clark said, they're
3: getting bludgeoned. That's a problem. But, but here's the thing, Stephen. Saturday, and you take off after this. There's one thing by getting out, uh, getting knocked out by Mike Tyson, which okay. we believe the 49ers and the potential of the Cowboys are. There's another thing getting beat by tomato cans. Now, they lose to the Cardinals. They lose to the Giants. Get back at me. Now I'm worried. Now I'm panic mode. But you're getting beat by all time. You're getting beat by what we believe are the heavyweights. This is Tyson Fury. That, 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 that's whipping your ass now. Right. Not some guy we've never heard of. Okay.
5: Yeah. yeah ain't no scrubs beat. Let, let, me, let me say it this way. When the Cowboys got boat raced by San Francisco, right. everybody was like, man, this team. And then they start winning games. Guess who they beat? The Chargers. The Rams, they lose to the Eagles, then they beat the Giants, nothing, the Panthers and the Commanders. Okay? That's the teams they beat. They have four bye weeks this season. Okay? That's what I say. So then they come back and they play the Eagles after they get right and they beat the breaks off the Eagles this past weekend. Okay. So what makes you think that in the next four weeks when the Eagles get their four bye weeks, when they play the Giants twice, they play that they play the Can Cardinals and they play say hold on, let me finish all the way. And they start putting their numbers up, right? Jalen Hurts gets back to form. A.J. Brown starts playing well. Devontae Smith, they start running the ball. But that, defense, what about their defense? Their okay, defense but hold on. The problem. Okay, so the defense, don't have a problem
4: defensively. The, the
5: defense starts to pick things up and starts playing well. Okay. Starts getting back in. So all of a sudden, they're going to go into the playoffs with a four-game win streak and everybody's going to have a cook. different framework. And right. they have the
4: number two right. seed. Exactly. At least the number two seed. But what I'm saying is my concern for the Philadelphia Eagles is five consecutive games with double yeah. digit deficits. And their defense is softened. I agree.
5: Yeah. I agree with their defense. But right, they, they can get right on, on, on poor right. teams.
3: Which of those last four teams that they play you think have offenses comparable to the uh, 49ers and the None. Cowboys? None. None. Right. None.
4: Okay. None.
0: So well, the right defense now, should get healthy. Get right. But right now, their defense (laughs) ranks last in third down defense, allowing 30 points in the last three games. But to your point, easiest remaining schedule. Jeff, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Good to see you. had a great time. Hey, I'm Molly Caram and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift Just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung, smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift today that's macy's.com slash giftfinder. thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day be sure to check out the new espn bet app where you can participate in some of the first take matchups so we hope you get in on the action and here's one of those for you right now. Stephen A., who scores more tonight, Steph or Booker?
4: Why would I not say Devin Booker? He's averaging 30 over his last five games against the Golden State Warriors. I think that's the way to go. They played in 20 regular season matchups Him and Steph against one another. Steph has won 13 of those games. But Devin Booker's averaging 30 over the last five games, and he's got free reign. So it's going to be real interesting to see. But I'm going to go with Devin Booker in this particular one.
0: Uh, last night, Zion Williamson went off scoring a season-high 36 points in a 121-107 route of the Timberwolves. For weeks, there's been much talk about Zion's weight, including on this show. After the game, he addressed those comments about his fitness.
3: If it comes from a great place and a place where they just want to see me do better, thank you. But if it comes from anywhere else, entire Day on the pain. Can't control that.
0: I really like how he handled that. But, Shannon, your face looks a little confused. Tell me.
3: What other places is it going to come from? Their job is to critique and analyze the player. In a sad sport, which is basketball, which is what Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal did. Two guys that were big, struggled with conditioning, struggled with their diets, telling you from firsthand experience, a wise man will learn from others' mistakes. A fool will learn from his own. You know what? People keep saying, Zion need to hire a personal chef. Zion need personal accountability. That's what Zion needs, if it comes from a good place. Bro, you still, and I said yesterday, and I'm going to take back what I said yesterday, that Zion loves basketball. No, he doesn't, because when you love something, you do everything you can. You cherish it, and you try to nurture it, and you try to get it to grow. Zion has not got his butt in shape, and he has not done what he needed to do with his conditioning or his eating habits. So it's on him. If he has a short career, he has no one to blame but himself.
4: Shannon Sharp, let me enlighten you about something. Um, <clears throat> Zion Williamson wasn't talking about Charles Barkley It's Shaquille O'Neal. Zion talk, Zion Williamson. Talking about you? About, he's talking about me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, his, his stepdad called me this morning, and we had a really, really good conversation. Uh, so I'm going to reiterate what I said. Uh, Over the weekend on my podcast, Stephen A. Smith Show, certainly on First Take, I said that Zion Williamson looked fat. I meant it. I'm not stuttering. Zion Williamson, if you're listening...